The decision hasn't come lightly. I mean, I have, for the sort of last 10 years, wanted this. Worth every shot with Yaz. I kind of did hope that in my 30s I might meet somebody, but it hasn't worked out that way for me. I firstly do want to wish every single one listening to this right now a happy 2023 and I hope you did have a really nice Christmas break as well and a bit of a Christmas break from the podcast and I just needed that little break after my second field transfer. I kind of really felt differently as well about the one in December. I think I had a bit more hope and I was kind of remaining really positive and I think, you know, I really thought it was going to work this time round but it wasn't meant to be. Now, I've not quite given up. I am not ready to. In fact, I'm going to throw everything at it this year. I've already treated myself to a lot of supplements. I'm trying to eat healthy. I'm cutting my caffeine intake big time. You want to see my colleagues' faces when they realise there's only like decaf coffee in the kitchen at work. My tea bags at home, they're decaf too. And I'm also going to be upping the exercise. And uh, that brings me really nicely onto my guest today, someone that I follow on Instagram. Please welcome to the Worth Every Shot podcast, personal trainer from Fitness Fertility, Maria McMaster. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm very, very happy to be here. Lovely to have you, Maria. Now, and I'm thinking there's going to be so many people on a, a little bit of a health kick right now. Now we're into so January 2023, we're into that brand new year. Maybe people that are also on the, the journey to have a baby. Now, in your opinion, Maria, how important is fitness when it comes to fertility? Oh my goodness. For me... For me, it's like this missing link that people just don't think of. And I would like to say at this point, not just physical fitness, but also like mental health and mental fitness as well. Because, you know, anyone that's remotely started this fertility journey um, will know that it can be a long one and unfortunately can be quite bumpy. And so I think for me, the fitness side of it is physical fitness and but also mental health as well, just to try and give you a space, give you some time and just to try and keep you sane, you know, as you go through the ups and downs of a fertility journey. So for me, it's something that's really crucial and just not everybody thinks about it. You know, they think about the doctors completely mm-hmm. understandably. Of course you do. They might think about therapy, but the fitness bit gets left out. So for me, it's it goes in hand in hand. It's huge. And, and how is your very own sort of fertility journey connected to your love of fitness? Because you went through your own journey, didn't you? I did, yeah. So I have um, PCOS and that kind of reared its ugly head through an ovulatory cycle. So I I just literally just didn't ovulate. You know, I'd go a year and not have a period. And, you know, when you're younger and in your 20s, you think, oh, this is good. It's getting in my way. You're like, oh, fantastic. And do you know what's really strange, though, now looking back, it literally didn't occur to me that there was anything wrong with that. I think I was just so delighted not to have the hassle of a period. It just didn't occur to me. So, um, you know, it's probably a familiar story. I um, decided, you know, we were going to try and have children. Um, Still at this point, I would like to say with anovulatory cycles, literally just not having periods. So how I thought I was going to get pregnant, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'd always loved fitness. You know, I I did karate for years. I've done, you know, touch rugby, cricket, running, gym, you know, just always really active. And when I realised it was going to be difficult, it made sense for me. It was very natural for me to look at the the health and fitness side of things because that was something I could access. It was something that made sense to me. Um, and I was really worried, especially with doing things like, you know, karate in my 20s for a long time. I was really worried about the intensity of the exercise mm-hmm. and I didn't want to be doing anything that would damage fertility. Um, and whilst that's quite clear now, there's a lot of literature around this now, 
Um, my eldest is seven. Um, I've got two mm-hmm. boys. I'm very oh. grateful for that. So, you know, th- this was, I know, they're beautiful. <laughs> this was maybe 10 years ago, you know. So, um, so it, it just made sense for me to turn to fitness. And because that was the thing I could control. Mm-hmm. Because I think with fertility, what, what a lot of people go through in my experience is this feeling of lack of control. Um, and that's incredibly frustrating, which is when the mental health comes in. So for me, fitness and being active, but the right type of active for fertility uh, for me was the thing I could control. And it just made me feel so much better. And that's that's kind of where this has all stemmed from, really. And, and BMI, three letters that do come up quite a bit when, when you know talk about fertility. So, I mean, how important is your BMI? I know because a lot of people that have gone through the NHS, their BMI is going to be, or it's certainly even private clinics, they look at BMI. Mm-hmm. So it is, it's really important. Yeah, I mean, BMI is, it's this, it's so, it's, it's really upsetting actually, because it is this massive barrier to treatment. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm sure a lot of your listeners know that really your BMI needs to be 29 or below, you know, in most cases, um, to access fertility treatment. And for a lot of women, their, their BMI is higher than 29. Mm. And I've heard so many really upsetting stories um, where women have just said, I went to the doctor and I'd been really excited. You know, it took me six months to get the appointment. I went in and they looked at me and they said, you need to lower your BMI. And 10 minutes later, I left. Oh. And the, the, it's honestly, the, the women, you know, women tell me this and they're in floods of tears and it's it's genuinely devastating. And what's really frustrating is sometimes they had no idea this was going to happen. So you know what it's like. You get your hopes up, you go into the, the appointment. Mm-hmm. This is it. You know, you're going to start trying for a baby. This is the day. And then not only are they told, no, I'm not even going to, you know, I'm not even going to look at you. We're not, we're not even going to talk about meds or IVF. They also send them away with no guidance. Yeah. So I've had women say, I literally was sent out the door. No nutrition support. No, how on earth do you start exercising support? They're literally just, that's it. They're gone. There's no support put in place. And you can tell probably I get quite angry about this because I just think it would be such an easy it would be such an easy structure to build in. Mm-hmm. You know, if yeah. you go for an appointment, it would be such an easy thing that you could provide support with. And again, it's all about control because they leave and they're, you know, they feel like they're drowning because especially if you've never worked out before, you literally have no idea where to start. And it's really hard, really, really hard. That's it. And you, you're right. You know, if they, if they were given this sort of information there and then, they don't leave as deflated. Yeah, OK, they're maybe going to have to work on, on some things. But, you know, it's more doable. Like I think I read somewhere on your website, Knowledge is Power. It really is. You know, you feel a wee bit more powerful when you have got a little bit more control and a bit more information. And... I actually love the tagline that you have on your website as well, from burpees to babies. Uh, what's going to spur you on to actually start the business? Because it's a great business. I've been, you know, glued to your website since I actually started following you a little while ago on Instagram. And it's really great. So, yeah, what sort of, sort of spurred you on to, to start the business? So I, again, I kind of, it's very organic. I do like to say to people, this is a very organic thing. And in some ways it kind of happened to me and I mean that in a positive way mm-hmm. it seemed like an inevitable thing so long story short is um my youngest is now two and for any of you quick thinking you will realize that that means I did you know basically was pregnant and had him in the middle of covid um which was a whole other thing in itself but what that meant was when I was on maternity leave because we weren't allowed to go anywhere or socialize or do anything um I actually used that time to gain my level three personal trailer qualification I'd done the level two you know years ago mm-hmm. and I was like actually this is the time to get level three so I, I used the lack of socializing to my advantage but also to try and keep my mental health sane because mm-hmm. it's really you know I'm very very grateful for having my children but it's 
hard you know having a newborn Mm -hmm. and in the middle of a pandemic was hard and I was very grateful actually that he was my second that I'd done this before um because at least I knew what to expect Mm -hmm. so I knew I needed something I'd been wanting to do this for a very long time and in a weird way with all due respect to COVID I know it's horrendous but in a weird way COVID gave me the time to actually sit down and do the level three qualification because I knew this is what I wanted to do and then from there that kind of solidified my skill set and basically the you know the day I kind of qualified was the day I got on Instagram and got my website on the go because I was doing it because I knew I wanted to do this and the reason I want to do this is because I know how important it is for people to have a family Mm -hmm. I know what it's like to go through pregnancy loss I know what it's like to leave the appointments and feel completely lost and this is this is the way I can help this is this is me this is this suits me to help you in this way this is what I can do and when sort of working with like a personal trainer, you know, I mean, I think uh, you say in your website as well, it's quite important when working with a personal trainer, they understand you're on a fertility journey. Why is that? This is so important. So I'm going to, so there's two scenarios. So you've got a PT who might be, you know, absolutely amazing. They might be the absolutely best PT in the world. But if they don't understand um, how your cycle changes, mm-hmm. how your follicular phase, your ovulation, your luteal phase, your period itself, if they don't understand how all those things make you feel, then that in the first place could be an issue because you will feel different at different times in your cycle. So you need a trainer that's aware of that. You need a trainer who understands that who understands that if you're going through stims, there's a risk of ovarian torsion. You need a trainer who understands that I can't sign up with you for three months because I might be starting IVF in two months time. So I can probably only train with you for eight weeks. You need a personal trainer who understands that high intensity training could actually be damaging to your fertility because what a lot of people will go to with, especially with BMI, like we said before, is we're going to do HIIT training, we're going to do high intensity training, we're going to absolutely torch you. Now with fertility, a lot of the research has now shown that 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 actually can interfere with fertility. And the other thing a trainer needs to know is, you know, how much it's safe for you to train when you're getting ready for IVF. And again, the research says, really, you're looking at four hours a week, not more than that. So it it, it depends what you need, but you need a, a trainer that you can talk to about your fertility journey who understands that your fitness will have to change and your training will have to adapt around all of these big points. And also things like you know, if your period comes at the end of a two week wait, you could be absolutely devastated. Mm-hmm. You might not want to train or you might want to really want to train depending on your mood. So I think there's so much in it. You really need a good relationship with your trainer so they can get all of that. And you even have the, the, the sort of two week wait workouts as well, don't you? <laughs> yes, I. Yeah. So, because, yeah, I've been working with women um, for a while now and um a lot of the women are preparing for IVF, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And so every time something comes up, I just kind of build a workout around that. So I've got two week wake workouts um, because, again, it, it's so important to you that after ovulation and then also in line with your cycle anyway, it's a good idea to to rein things in a little bit. So mm-hmm. my two week wake workouts are pregnancy safe, basically, just in case, you know, and it helps the woman feel reassured that she can still work out and she's doing the right thing. Um, I've also developed workouts like you know, low impact, no twist workouts exactly for women going through stims, through stimulation, because even though the risk of ovarian torsion, which is just where you're, you know, it's dangerous, it's where your ovaries kind of turn in on themselves and it can be, it can be really bad. But the research again says you'll be okay, probably, as long as you don't do kind of, you know, twisting and jiggling movements. I think they actually use the word jiggle, which I love, but so it's like, you know, (laughs) just don't jiggle too much. So I've put in place lots of, um, 
different types of workouts to support you at different stages and, and what you might be going through on that journey, just to try and keep people active, really. And talk us through, you've got like a, a decision tree on your website as well. So is this to help people sort of tailor, so you can actually like tailor um, exercise to a certain individual? Yes. So I'm, I'm, I like my decision tree because yeah. one, of the, one of the things I've realised is, especially at this time of year, and I've spoken to so many women in the past couple of weeks where they really want to train, but they have absolutely no idea where to start, um, either in fitness or fitness for fertility. And what I realised was it's quite because they don't know where to start, you can't make a decision and you kind of get stuck. So the decision tree is a really easy way of trying to figure out what type of training might work for you. And I've split it um, along the lines of how much weight you have to lose. And the reason for that is it's not so much to do with the weight, actually. It's to do with how far out from treatment you are, Mm -hmm. because the closer to treatment you are. So let's just say the less weight you have to use, the more fertility focused we want those workouts to be. The further, the more weight that you have to lose, unfortunately, it probably means, you know, the treatment is a little bit further away just because you're going to have to lose the weight before you get to treatment. And what that means is we can focus those workouts in a different way. They can be more weight loss focused. So the decision tree is just there as a guide just to get you started, really, and to help you figure out, okay, what is it I need? Do I need to lose a lot of weight? Do I need to lose any weight at all? Do I want accountability support? You know, do I want a weekly phone call to keep me motivated and to keep me on it and to ask any questions? Do I want um, meal plan support? So there's a range of programs there and I'm just trying to give people what they need and make the decision nice and easy for them because the last thing I want to do is add into your stress. You know, that is not what we want (laughs) in this space. So, yeah, I'm trying to make this as easy as possible and as fertility focused as possible. No, I do. I like the idea of the the whole decision tree. I mean, I'm quite indecisive anyway, but it's great. We've got the Christmas tree away for another. (laughs) another year and then get the decision tree out but uh, do you feel there's a connection between like exercise and egg quality yes and there is a lot of research into this now as well I, I I know I keep saying about a lot of research but I want to you know fess up in a way I'm a pure geek I love it I love learning and I wouldn't do this I wouldn't just make this up you know this is too important so I have looked into this a lot and there is a lot of research out there around um, exercise and egg quality and one of the reasons is that Um, the increased blood flow to your uterus and ovaries that has been shown to help your egg quality which is massively important Um, and this is why so all of my workouts have fertility focused yoga stretches at the end as part of the cool down and there's lots of reasons for that one of them is just because to be honest they're really nice (laughs) you know you feel really nice you feel really relaxed you deserve to relax at the end of a workout but what they're also designed to do is increase blood flow to the uterus and ovaries Mm -hmm. so that you are um, trying to improve that egg quality as much as possible and there is a lot of research evidence around this now especially when as I'm sure you know a lot of women on the fertility journey Mm -hmm. not all of them but some people tend to be a bit older because by the time you get here you might have been trying for five six seven years and and obviously egg quality declines a bit as you get older so the way I see it every little nudge is a really helpful thing just to push you in the right direction so Yeah. yeah definitely and what kind of feedback have you had from clients oh I I actually got really emotional mm. yesterday, um, <laughs> a couple of times, actually, <laughs> yesterday was an emotional day. I had one woman say to me yesterday that um, I have a fitness fertility podcast and she was saying, because she's had a really difficult eight, nine, kind of ten weeks or so, she just said to me, without any prompting, she said, you know, that podcast is the thing that's kept me going. Oh. And I, 
this I'm not saying this to show off. I'm I'm saying it to it really moved me because I think it's very easy to get caught up in what are we going to do next week? What mm-hmm. guests are we going to have on? What you know? What are our numbers on the podcast? And actually, that really reminded me that this is why I'm here, um, just to support women. So that was amazing. And then obviously, there's the women that get pregnant, and uh-huh. I measure success in a few different ways. But the women that get pregnant is really the most incredible thing. Mm-hmm. To the point where I got a message because <laughs> it's all done on on an app, and I got I was in um, a coffee shop and I got a message through saying, "Hey Maria, I'm just letting you know I'm pregnant." And oh. in the middle of the coffee shop, I just went, "Yes." yes. One of my clients is pregnant. Now, just, now oh. out of context, in a coffee shop. Um, <laughs> it's like when Harry met Sally. Not quite the same, but, you know, just no, shouting yeah, about was, something in a coffee shop. I know. Oh, it was one of those moments, but I was genuinely so delighted. So, yeah, there's been a lot of clients um, who have become pregnant, which is amazing. Um, the other way I kind of look at success, and this is the feedback I get from the client, is, you know, again, it's 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 if you need to it's reaching that that weight loss goal because again it's not it's not just feeling good although I do think that's really important it's I have to get to that because I've got my clinic appointment in Mm -hmm. eight weeks time so it's also really nice when people hit that BMI of 29 because Mm -hmm. it just opens up this whole world they're like okay I can now take the letrozole I can take the Clomid I can go back to the clinic and I can say I've hit target you know let's crack on um and yeah I get and just within that, yeah, again, I had a client say the other day, she said, um, she's not pregnant or anything like that, but she just said, I've joined um, a sports team. She said, because she started playing netball, because she said, through the workouts, I feel so much happier, healthier and fitter. And what she said was, so I've joined a netball team because I now feel that I'm okay to do that. And everybody has commented on how much energy I have. And it just, I don't know, it, it genuinely just makes me really happy. Mm-hmm. It just, it's, it's easy to forget these things, but she's just in a much better place. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm lucky. I work with amazing women. You know, the women that work with me, they're, they're on it. This is really important to them. And um, and they work really hard. And, and at the end of the day, consistency is key, which is what I'm always going on about. Mm-hmm. But if you do the work, the results will come. It is work. But if you do the work, the results will come. And, then and that's why I'm here. I take it you, you have, you've got have because I mean, you're, is it over Zoom or is it over, over the website? Because people can be anywhere really in the world and, and take part in, in these... Yeah, this is what's so, this is what's really cool. I've had clients literally all over the world, which is just the most amazing thing. Um, So I've had clients from California, um, literally right round to Australia. Um, You know, Malaysia. There's a lot of people in Ireland actually as well. Ireland, Scotland, like literally everywhere. Um, I know there's a lot of Italian listeners. Um, (laughs) For some reason, there's a lot of Chinese listeners Mm -hmm. to the podcast as well, which is amazing. You know, I'm delighted. So people can be anywhere um, because the way it works is I do all the the programs. Mm -hmm. So all the programs come from kind of my knowledge and experience, but everything's delivered on an app. So it's really cool. So the app is like having a personal trainer in your pocket. And all you do is you log into the app and all your workouts are there, which is really cool because it means you can work out at home in the gym. I've done workouts in the park before because, you know, why not when it was sunny? (laughs) Um, And that's why actually your location, it literally doesn't make any difference. And that's why actually, you know, there are clients all over the world um, because it doesn't matter where you are. Oh, so, honestly, sounds fantastic, Marie. So, how can people find out more about the work you do then? And how do, do we just download the app? Yeah. So the, the easiest thing to do is um, I'm fitnessfertility.com. That's probably the easiest place to find me. Um, and things like the decision tree, and you know, a little bit more about who I am, just so you can get to know me. That's all on there as well. Um, 
you can go to Instagram, so fitness underscore fertility. Basically, I'm everywhere. If you put fitness fertility in, I'll come up. But the website's the main place. On that website, if you want to chat to me and have a free consultation, by all means, just hit the free consultation um, and just book in and we can just have a chat. I'm friendly, I promise. I don't judge. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can just have a chat and because it's got to be right for you. you know. And if you look at the website or you have a consultation and you think this isn't right for you, then that's absolutely fine because it's too important. So you've got to do what's right for you. Oh, Maria, listen, thank you so much. I love following you. You've got some great, I like some of the, even the wee words of wisdom that you put up and stuff. So thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you for having me on. I've really, really enjoyed talking to you. So thank you. Thank you so much to Maria McMaster, a personal trainer from Fitness Fertility. And if you or someone you know will make a good guest on the podcast, then please do let me know. You can just send me an email. You can do that by sending it to yaz at qradio.com. Worth every shot. 